Hello and welcome to episode 9 of Becoming a Butterfly. Today we are going to talk about social media. The goods and the bads, the pretties and the uglies, the happies and the sads. Sorry, I'm in a really weird mood right now, I'm just, I'm really tired. Um, you mean you're like past the point of exhaustion? Anyway, so this topic has been coming for a while. I was actually going to start with it, but then I thought there was more relevant things to start with. And I might split this into two parts, depending on how long it is. Um, But I'm going to start with talking about Instagram, I think, primarily, to begin with. Um, And one thing a lot of people say to me is, why do I spend so much time on Actually, we're not just going to talk about Instagram for now. We're going to talk about everything. Um, they say, why do you spend so much time on social media? I get, do you ever have a break from it? Should you ever have a break from it? How much screen time do you use? You know, all these different questions. Uh, me. And sometimes when I get asked them, I just think like, oh, I can't bother answering you because I've had time off social media before. And yes, it's great. I don't think you can ever go wrong with having time off social media. But it's a lot easier said than done. And not in the sense of it's easier to not go on it, like it's easy to not go on it you literally just don't open the app like simple I don't find that hard what I find hard is that our like in this day and age the world is revolved around social media and I don't like that like I'm not a fan of that but that's just how it is you know and that's not something we can change um technology is always advancing social media is always being improved I'm so sorry um and yeah it's not something we can change and I, I don't ever think life's going to go kind of back to where it was, you know, with like newspapers and books and things. You know, we've got Kindles now, we've got iPads, all of this, all of that. Um, so you just kind of have to suck it up and live with it. Um, and I think I like I'm quite good at if I don't want to go on, it, I won't go on it. But especially while I've been in Australia, it's something I have wanted to do. Um, in England, I found it harder to keep it up um and like keep motivated you know find things to post about and put on my stories and stuff but since being in Australia you know new surroundings trying to show people like where I am what I'm doing um all the lovely scenery working hard on my podcast and my PT course and like au pairing and things I've got content that I want to put online and I want to share it with the world and I'm my social media is not aimed to be like oh look at me living my best life you know um I don't want people to compare their lives to mine. Um, And when people message me, you know, being like, oh my gosh, I'm so jealous or oh my gosh, you're so lucky, all of this, all of that. And I just think like, take a step back, you know, take a few minutes before you apply, Sarah, because I'm not, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I want to say I'm not lucky. You know, some people might be like, well, you are. Um, I'm just, I'm dedicated, you know, I've always dreamt about coming to Australia since I've got ill and started recovering I've always wanted to do a podcast or write a book um, and help others help themselves I work hard I'm not saying that you don't work hard if you don't kind of achieve your dreams I'm not saying that at all but for me I kind of prioritize what I want to do and what I want to achieve and I go ahead and chase that dream I remember when I first told my dad oh my gosh I'm so sorry Um, when I first told my dad about coming to Australia and he was like, you need to get your head out the clouds. Like, it's not going to be that easy. You need to save money. Um, and then I did save money and I got a job and stuff and I quit two jobs and I found it really hard telling him and my mum and I ended placement early and they didn't really understand. Um, and because I, but that was mainly because I hadn't really told them, um, kind of what was in my 
mind and stuff. And I did, you know, I sent them a long message. I wrote them a letter, actually, at one point. Oh, my God. Wow, pardon me. Um, And then they did understand it after I'd kind of laid it all out. And then my dad said to me when I was leaving, he wrote me this really nice card, which is actually on my desk right now, looking at me, saying, sending good vibes. And the best part about it, it says... Where is it? The time has come for your dream to come true and we are so excited for you. We oh my God. God, that came from nowhere. Oh, sorry. It came from nowhere. <laughs> he said, the time has come for your dream to come true and we are so excited for you. We hope it is the trip of a lifetime. Oh, apologies for that. That weird mood suddenly turned a bit emotional. Um, I guess I do miss home more than I thought. And I'm really tired. <laughs> anyway, the point being, when I told my parents that I wanted to come to Australia, they were a bit like, okay, well, you need to kind of earn some money and finish uni and all this and all that before you do. And I knew I was going to because if I want something to come true, I'll make it come true but I'll, and I'll do anything I have to to get there. So I knew what I had to do before coming to Australia. I couldn't come with no pennies in my bank. Um, and then the fact that, my parents could appreciate that um, and they could appreciate like why I quit my jobs and why I want to come to Australia and have a job as an au pair, you know, not have a typical like office job and kind of start a, not start a business on social media, but that's where I want to kind of have a brand, you know, have a recognition and a name and things. It's hard for parents and sisters even um, and brothers, I don't have any brothers, but yeah, it's hard for family and friends really to understand why you might be so not obsessed with social media because I'm not um but I use it so much and having my parents be like hey now you're gonna go you're gonna make your dreams come true you know you do you go and live your life it was amazing for me to kind of hear that and have it written down in words clearly I just cried um and that's kind of went off on a tangent there but that's what I want to talk about with social media you know for me it's not an obsession it's not that I can't get off my phone and that I love being on screens I, I I really don't I don't enjoy being on screens I hate when my screen time is ever over like four or five hours in a day like five hours that's a lot for me um well it's not like I can go a lot higher but I don't like it but for me I use social media as and when I need to and at the moment it seems to be every day because I've got things to talk about you know I've met people through social media I've made friends um whether that's just an online kind of conversation or I've met them in person um I've made good friends I have loyal followers who I talk to like regularly they ask me for help and stuff and I check in with them um, and I really am building a basis for what I want to do in future life and for what I want to do um I ultimately want to become a self-employed life coach and that's not going to happen for a good few years I know that but social media is a necessity for me to use and I think over the years I've kind of found that good balance you know the classic balance um the happy medium that everyone always talks about with everything in life like diet and food and stuff I've found that with social media now and that's been a really big thing I used to really beat myself up especially at uni like oh you've got nothing to post you've got no good content you know nothing good to put in your stories nobody really cares and then you either don't post at all or you post too much and it's just useless content and the one thing I've realised since being out here in Australia is it really doesn't matter. Your followers are following you for a reason, you know. If they're following you to say something bad about your post, you know, whether that's comment on it or reply to your story or text you separately, then 
literally screw them. I'm sorry, but if you're following me and you don't like what I'm posting, don't fucking follow me. And I am not sorry for saying that word because that is the be all and end all. I've had people, you know, message me about stuff that I've posted, um, directly or comment on stuff. Um, and I'm, I don't have haters, you know, like it's not at all that I'm, I'm not like well known enough. I'm, I like, I've not got really controversial messages. I don't really put lots of things out there like that. Um, that's not to say people who do are asking pages. I'm not saying that I don't have people basically messaging me hate, but I do have people on the very rare occasion saying like not kind of agreeing with what I posted or whatever. And that is fine. Have your different opinions. Like I am all for that. Like anyone who knows me knows, like I just speak how I feel. Um, I say what I say, what you see is what you get. And I'm like all for that with everyone fine we can't all agree on things but if you don't like what I've posted if it's one post like fine I understand that you know kind of tell me tell me what you don't like I appreciate that I like to have educated discussions and I actually really do um I recently posted something asking about um my username and I got I had a lot of interesting conversation with people who said like yeah change it or no don't change it and it was really interesting But I'm talking more about people who message you and they don't want to have an educated conversation with you. They literally just want to kind of shut you down and tell you that, like, you don't know what you're posting about or that they think they know you better, um, things like this. And I used to find that really difficult. You know, I used to get really upset. And now I just think, like, if I'm following you, then I'm probably going to unfollow you if you've said something like that. And also, why don't you just do the same thing? Because no one is making you no one is forcing you to follow anyone I actually did a massive unfollow on my Instagram over about three weeks because Instagram really annoying you annoyingly blocks you I unfollowed over two and a half thousand people on my health and well-being Instagram because I realized when I first had it I followed lots of wellness in inverted commas people and then I followed lots of brands who I thought you know I could get do giveaways with or freebies or whatever um I was just going around about it the complete wrong way I was following people who were posting workouts I was following people based on what they look like um and when I got to Australia I realized I don't care what half the people I'm following are posting so I really really cut it down and I only follow about 700 and something people which is still quite a lot but I'm interested in most of those people and now I'm also very aware that if something comes up on my newsfeed and I don't like the post or the content or something I'll just simply unfollow because not nothing personal to the person I mean they probably don't care um but I'm not following people because they're like a bad person or something it's just because I'm not interested in their content and that is so fine people always say to me they're like oh you're harsh because I've unfollowed people on my personal Instagram you know I do that not regularly but I do it probably every half a year I did it on my Twitter I unfollowed over a thousand people recently I do it on my Facebook probably once a year people are like oh Sarah you're savage not really like if I'm on a personal basis, if I'm not going to see you ever again, like I know I'm not going to see you ever again, then I will unfollow you um, and unfriend you. And that's not like, oh, I'll never see you again. I don't care about you. If if I'm friends with you and I won't see you for a while, I'm still going to follow you. Like I've got friends all around the world who I haven't seen for years. I'm not going to unfollow them. But I mean, people like you've met on holiday, you know, people that you cross paths with where sorry crossed paths with when you were younger there is really no like loyalty there you don't have to follow them my friends always say they're like oh I wish I could do that you know I feel bad I don't want them to 
um get annoyed whatever or friends will be like oh this person unfollowed me like how rude is that I'm like not really like get over it It's it's a button it's literally a button and I mean I'm saying this and half a year ago someone unfollowed me and it kind of cut a bit deep because I was really well I was was kind of close to them at uni um and he basically said that I posted too many updates on my story and then he unfollowed me and then he posted loads of updates on his story like way more than I did and I was like oh tables have turned and I was really really bitter at first but now I'm just like oh my god it doesn't matter like I'm probably never going to see them again, like, fine, it was a part of your life, um, that was great, and now you move on, kind of thing, and I used to say all the time that all good things come to an end, and I guess they do, you know, death, all good things have to come to an end, but I don't believe that fully, like, not everything has to come to an end all the time, but social media is one thing that represents that, you know, you can close the door on chapters, you can close the door on people, and it's not a nasty thing to do, like, if you want to do it, just go ahead and do it, And that's one thing um, I really wanted to talk about social media is the kind of following and unfollowing. And also like likes. I don't see um, my likes on Facebook or Instagram anymore. Um, It just says, I'm not actually sure if I click on it, if if I click on and others, if I can see it. Yeah, I can see if I click on and others, but that's like an extra button I've got to click. And, you know, you'll probably be listening thinking, oh, one extra button, it's not that hard. But it does make a difference. Just not having it on the screen does make a big difference. Um, and I think that's a really good move from social media to do that because, like, my friends from home, you know, a lot of people I know are like, oh, I like my photo. Um, I do this weird thing where I don't comment and like on the same photo. I do one or the other. My friends used to get really annoyed because they'd be like, oh, I need the likes, but I also want the comments. And I'm like, it's it's literally a few words or a like. It If you... If you compare, if you go on your own Instagram and you're like, oh, I got 100 likes on this photo, then go on your friends and they got 101, and you actually get upset about that, or even if they get 200 and you get 100, like, find something else in your life, please, because that is just boring. Who really wants to waste their time and energy comparing likes and followers and things? And people might be listening to this, again, being like, easier said than done, Sarah, you probably consider it on a day-to-day basis. I actually don't, and... Like, it just doesn't bother me. And that might be, like, I don't know, because I have more followers than who I'm following on both my Instagrams or I have a lot of friends on Facebook or on Twitter. Like, it is what it is. It it doesn't bother me because I'm using my social media to post content about my life and about, like, things I want to post about. So, for example, my health and well-being Instagram, I'm primarily using that to help others help themselves and post relevant content about health and fitness and well-being so that people can relate and take something from it. I'm using my personal Instagram to post like my time in Australia or my time at home or pictures of my cat um, and keep in contact with people all around the world. Facebook, I'm using that for the same reasons my personal Instagram and also mainly to keep in contact with my parents, friends and family who I've got all around the world and in England, you know they're the ones who um interact most on Facebook is my parents friends and I love that I absolutely love that and Twitter it's where I get my news from I don't read any other news outlets apart from Twitter and I find it very interesting so that's what I use these accounts for you know I'm not using it for anybody else and that's something I really struggle with is again I don't struggle with that that's something I see a lot um people are using social media for what's the word um not accountability they're using it for like acceptance of other people and don't get me wrong that is what I strived for 
for years. But in the past year or so, I think it was mainly, um, yeah, it started in placement and final year helped a lot. And then obviously moving here has helped a lot. But the past three years, I've really realised that like my social media is not for anyone else apart from me. It's like a diary. I'd still have it. I heard James Smith and he's got 630,000 followers on Instagram and half a million on Facebook and he said if his book company he was talking more about money but he said if his book company didn't pay him to write his third book he would still write it because he is intrinsically motivated and I heard that and I thought wow that really resonates with me because I used and he used to be extrinsically oh I can't really say it extrinsically motivated I think that's the word meaning that like external factors motivated him so his followers and likes and things but now it's himself and that is the same as me you know if I don't want to go to the gym I'm not going to the gym if I want to go to the gym I'm going to the gym if someone tells me to go to the gym I probably won't go to the gym if they don't tell me to go to the gym I'll probably go to the gym you see what I mean you know my own personal feelings and thoughts are what motivates me not other people and people will be listening to this thinking oh you've told me that my message has motivated you like yeah 100% my followers um I, I keep my account going for my followers you know I'm doing this podcast for my followers and I don't have anywhere near a ridiculous amount of followers <clears throat> I only have two and two thousand or something which is amazing for me and I've said it previously in a podcast that they are meaningful followers. I know that they take something from it and they enjoy following my account and seeing my content. And that's amazing to me. Like they're the reason I do keep the account going. But so when I say, you know, my account is for me and me only, I I'm, I do mean that, but I also mean it's for the people, it, like it's for the people who follow me, if that makes sense. Um, that kind of doesn't really make sense. Um, I'm basically saying that the content I post is like what I enjoy doing and I know that, that the people who are following me also enjoy it they enjoy seeing it and if they don't like it then they can just unfollow me sorry I had to pause then we really needed a cough and you didn't want to hear that on the microphone um that was my little ramble and rant about like followers and likes and things on social media and it's something I always tell people you know to not get bogged down on my friend recently started um a fitness Instagram during lockdown and I know a lot of other people have done that and at first I was thinking like oh interesting you know is this becoming like a hype and a trend and then I thought like who the hell cares if they want to start on Instagram and they're you most of them are using it as like a little diary to keep themselves accountable you know it's something to do during lockdown it gives them like a purpose for their exercise and their eating and things then bloody good for them like my friend was saying she's really nervous about it and she's a bit scared of what people will think and I just said you do you, you post what the hell you want, um, you do what the hell you want, you'll get followers, and if you don't, it doesn't matter, you've still got that diary, you've still got that purpose, whether you have followers or not, kind of liking and sharing and commenting on your post, it doesn't matter, you're using this as a diary, so make that your purpose, you know, you don't have people coming past you and liking your, an actual handheld diary, so why do you need it on Instagram? Um, that's just something, you know, that people can think about personally. And that's not just for fitness, um, and health Instagrams. That's for personal ones too. If you want to share pictures with your friends and family, do it. You don't need thousands and thousands of followers to see that. Still, you know, it's still a good picture. I also think with social media, like everything should be taken with a pinch of salt. So when I say, you know, share and post what you want, I mean, within like reason don't be like don't be racist don't be rude don't be nasty 
don't post rumors, you know, don't post fake content, all of that kind of stuff. I'm, I'm against that, obviously. Um, people who know me know that my um, Instagrams or I'm I'm just about being real you know nothing on there is fake like um, I'll use filters from time to time sometimes I edit my photos yeah but I don't edit them with like facetune or what it what's it called um I don't know where you edit like your body I don't use any of that when I say filters I mean like filters on Instagram um and edit with like the brightness and stuff like that That's as far as it goes I don't do anything else because I'm all about being real and that's the kind of stuff you should post I'm not about posting like nasty things um or commenting nasty things if you're going to do that just get off your phone and get off social media and that brings me back to um that yeah that brings me back to like having a purpose you know um and what you post you should always I do think you should always like stay true to yourself whether that's a health and well-being Instagram a fitness one um, a nutrition one, a mental health one, a personal one, a funny one. Just stay true to yourself. And if you are staying true to yourself, the people who are actually interested are going to follow and they're going to like your content. And if they don't, like, don't get bogged down on it. Social media is not a representation of the real world. You've heard this before, like, you must have done. Social media is literally a highlight reel of everyone's good times. And that's why you'll see on my social media, you'll see pictures of me severely bloated you'll see pictures of me in the hospital gown you'll see pictures of me crying because I don't want my social media to be a highlight reel of the positive times I want my social media to be real my personal one is probably yeah that is the highlight reel um but I also do share things from my health and well-being one but my health and well-being one really is not a highlight reel it does show the ins and the outs and people do say to me they're like you post a lot on it you know I post stories all the time I don't post that too many posts but when I do it's a long caption but my actual stories I post a lot on them and my personal one and that's because I just want it to be real you know I don't want it to just be a highlight um of my like of the good times because that is not real representation of life and for anyone you know you can be the happiest person alive, but I don't think you're happy 110%. I mean, good for you if you are, but this kind of sounds like hard work to me, to be honest. Um, I feel like I'm rambling a bit, you know, I've already hit 22 minutes, but so I've talked about kind of followers and things. Don't, don't focus on the numbers, you know, don't get fixated on it because they're false. Like they just mean nothing. And I've said that I've said that many a time in this podcast, so I'm not really going to say it again. Um, and the algorithms on social media, you know, we all know that changes who sees what and when you see it and things. Um, so I guess the take home message for this pod, this episode is just don't get bogged down in social media and also don't judge people who use it a lot because I know that my friends and family, some of them, most of them don't care, but I know some people, you know, they've said to me like, oh, have a break or why do you go on it so much? You know, they kind of question my use of it. And I know, I know what I'm doing for myself, you know, I'm not saying I know what I'm doing because I'm an expert on it, like no way, but I know what I'm doing for myself. And, you know, I know what I have to do to get to where I want to be kind of thing um, and interact with people um, and share what I'm doing. And I'm happy, you know, as long as you're happy with the balance you know, how much you use it or how much you don't use it. And as long as you can happily and healthily take like time away from it, then good for you. Use it however you want to use it. Don't let other people dictate like your use of it because 
it's a really positive thing, you know, it can be detrimental, um, it can be really negative, like I say, it's a highlight reel, um, you, or it's com- evil, you know, for comparison, you you really will compare yourself to people on there, um, whether that's their life or how they look or whatever, and it can be detrimental, but pinch of salt, just take everything with a pinch of salt, because most people don't look like that 24-7 in real life, and if you dolled up or bought the clothes they bought or whatever, um, did what they do, if you did that for yourselves, then you'd probably look just as good or whatever. So just, you know, tread carefully and tread cautiously. Follow accounts that uplift you, you know, make you feel good, like on Instagram. Follow accounts on Twitter, you know, that make you laugh or are informative. That's what I do. Facebook, you know, keep it to your friends and your family, people that engage in your posts. Don't just have randomers on there because it's a waste of their time. It's a waste of your time. Um, don't treat it like life or death. You know, what you see on there is not the holy grail. It's a really good way to communicate. <clears throat> That's one positive. Um, it's what I found. It's a really good way to communicate, you know, my podcast. Um, obviously, Black Lives Matters, that exploded on social media. That was a great thing. Um, Facebook, it's a great way to communicate with friends and family all over the world. It's a really easy way to use your voice and spread your message, which is what I found. Um, but people can, you know, they can promote crap, they can false advertise. It's not policed enough um, for some of the stuff that goes on there, which is why it's your responsibility to be careful of what you let yourself see um, and come across. And that's hard, you know, sometimes you can't stop what you see in the content. But like I say, if you do see content from someone that you don't like, unfollow them, block them, restrict them, mute them, whatever you want to do, however it helps you, just make sure that this necessary evil that we've got, say, on social media, make sure you're kind of, you're policing it for yourself, you know, make sure it's a happy place for you to go to and use. It's not like a negative thing. You don't pick your phone up in the middle of the day and know that in an hour you're going to feel rubbish use it as like a half an hour break or something as and when um and some days you'll find it easy to do that some days you'll find it really hard you'll stalk someone for like a good few hours get lost in it um and at the end of the day it's up to you you know how you use it you I always say use it as education and don't overcomplicate it um for like for on Instagram for example sorry that phrase just came out of nowhere (laughs) um on Instagram, you know, use what you see to educate yourself, um, Facebook, use it to talk to people, Twitter, use it to have a laugh, you know, it's up to you, nobody control it, can control it apart from you, and other people's opinions on, like, your content, for example, or how many likes or followers you get again, you can't control it, so don't try, and just enjoy it, you know, and if you don't like it, get off it, I've had friends who've got off it, you know, delete their Instagram, one of my best friends deleted her Instagram and hasn't had it back for like a year or something. So just find what works for you. At the end of the day, some of the things you'll find, most of the things you'll find on there will be valuable, you know. It's valuable on Facebook for networking. The content you see on Instagram can be valuable for learning. Twitter again, the news. Um, make it a valuable space for you, you know. Don't make it a invaluable waste of your time. Make it worthwhile and make it a happy place for you to go to. So I hope you've taken something from this little half an hour rant about social media um, and you've enjoyed it. And please rate it on Apple Podcasts and Google if you do enjoy it and let me know what you thought. 
and thank you very much for listening hope you have a good day